It's so great that India Partners is partnering with this season of Life with Lisa Williams. If you want to know who they are and what they do, you can come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. India Partners helps provide safe houses on the outside of Mumbai in safe neighborhoods where children who are born in the red light districts and the brothels, they can find not only safety, but health care and good food and education. And they learn about the love of God, which can bring the ultimate healing to their souls. And so if you would like to support what they're doing, come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talk to the mailman. (laughs) Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is is, is life. This is life. Life. This is Life with Lisa Williams. There's been a show rumbling around in my brain for a few weeks, so I thought I would just let it out. I thought I'd let the voices in my head out (laughs) so that I could think about other things. I know for a while I've been wanting to talk to you about this, get your feedback, and hopefully just um, stir the fire, stoke the fire inside of you to think about some things. Psalm 139 in verses 23 and 24 says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So I want to start with that scripture because I want us to search our hearts and souls and see if there's anything in there that's offensive. And I was thinking about things that might be offensive would be those things that need healing, such as deep sorrow, bitterness, unforgiveness. I was thinking about all kinds of things today, really based on the Facebook comments that I started getting when I posed the question, true or false, time heals all wounds. I know what I think. But because I had a conversation this weekend with a very intelligent woman who was sharing some of her thoughts, I realized I need more thoughts than just my own. I've thought it out and I have an opinion, a formed opinion, but then reading the opinions of my Facebook friends, I think there's over 60, there's like 70 comments. It helped me realize that there are many different types of hurts. There are many different types of hurts that we all walk through. And so this thought, this discussion, this show started because of a therapist who said to me and my husband, people say time heals all wounds, but that's just not true. That's just not true. And then he went on for a little while. And I remember thinking kind of as an aside in my brain, yeah, that is what people say. It's not time. Well, what is it? And then he went on to share his opinion about It's time plus something else. And so I was thinking about it a lot and then kind of forgot about it. And then I had an interaction with someone who expressed a lot of deep feelings, a lot of deep unforgiveness and bitterness, and and then said, well, time heals all wounds. And then that was kind of the end of it. And I remembered later, oh, wait, our therapist says that's not true. 
And so now I've really been thinking about it. And so I'll tell you my very simple kindergartner way of thinking about it. And then I'll share the words of a PhD. I mean, it's going to go straight from preschool with me (laughs) to a PhD. Um, And so here's how I see it, right? Okay. Sometimes you get a cut. It's not very deep. It's like a scrape. And your body heals over time. And it maybe will leave a small scar, but it's just a little pain, right? But if you get a cut that's like an inch deep, a severe laceration in your body, you wouldn't look at it and go, well, time will heal that and do nothing. You wouldn't let it uh, become infected and pussy, sorry, and red with fever and go, well, time will take care of it. None of us would do that. Um, You know, it takes, it takes proper care you have to do some work, right? You have to apply pressure to stop the bleeding and then you have to um, bandage it. And then if there is an infection, you have to apply medicine or you have to take medicine to, to fight off the infection. And it may take a very long time, but with the proper work, then you can have healing. Okay, so this is such a basic concept. You're thinking, yeah, duh, Lisa. But... You know, one thing the therapist said, I remember, uh, he said, people go to their deathbed every day with bitterness in their heart. Time did not heal anything. And so if we say, well, time heals all wounds, apparently we're kidding ourselves. It's like some platitude, which maybe was birthed out of the fact that over time, when you get further and further away from the thing that hurt you, the death of someone you love or um, someone leaving you after they'd said they'd stay with you forever or something your mom said or something your dad said or something somebody did to you. I mean, over time, you get further away from whatever that is and the pain seems to lessen because of time and maybe that's where that comes from. But without proper care and work, time doesn't heal. It's time plus something. If I had a broken leg, I wouldn't drag it around going, well, time will heal it. Time heals stuff. So time will heal that. No, you'd be taken care of and the, the bone would be set. I know I, I'm like a kindergartner as I'm working it out with my brain. Thank you for bearing with me. But, you, you know, you have to do it's time plus something. And so I wrote a letter to Dr. Tom Oshner at the Intimacy Center and asked him the question. His email response is so brainy, I've had to read it like four or five times. I finally read it to a friend of mine, so she could. she's a smart friend, <laughs> my friend Sarah. And so I read it to her so she could kind of translate it back to me. So I'm going to read it to you, okay? Just asking the question, does time heal all wounds? And if not, what brings healing? And so here's Dr. Olshner's answer. Healing requires that someone experience the wounding and then enter into a redemptive experience. Okay, see, I just have to pause and ponder that for a second. While experiencing the wounding, then entering into a redemptive experience. He says, that redemptive experience may be seeing new life after a death. I've experienced that. You know, when somebody you love dies and it seems like someone is born that same year. I remember 
the day that someone I really cared about, when he died, his name was James, that very day, Drew was born, who I love so much. (laughs) And so, okay, okay, let me go back to Dr. Olshner. That redemptive experience may be seeing new life after death or experiencing gratitude for what one has received or finding meaning in the suffering or experiencing love from a new source. And then he writes, healing always involves feeling the pain of the wound And it helps to understand any negative messages one has received from that wounding. Okay, I have to stop for a second. This is kind of a new thought, but it has been backed up by some of the comments that I've been reading on Facebook. This one from Natalie. Uh, She said, from my experience, grieving and allowing yourself to feel the pain of the loss and pressing into the Lord, that allows for true healing. She says, I have had many dear widow friends who have had a loss many years before and who avoided the grief at all costs, only to have to process it years later. So that uh, comment from Natalie helps me process the brain of Dr. Olshner's comment when he says, healing always involves feeling the pain of the wound. And so that begs the question, Have you been wounded by something in the past and you simply buried it and acted like it didn't happen? You know, maybe it was the ongoing verbal abuse of a parent and you just act like, you know, it doesn't hurt me. Or maybe a spouse who said, I'm not in love with you and I'm just going to leave. And so you just, you just went, well, you're not hurting me. I don't care. I'm going to get really tough and move on. And you never really grieved it. Maybe it's something horrible someone said to you. And step one is the grieving of that. I mean, this is kind of a new thought, is the grieving of that, the feeling of the pain. There's some of us, I guess, who've lived in denial. I know I have about several things. I mean, this is all kind of new stuff, which is why I'm loving sharing it with you. And you're probably thinking, I worked through this 10 years ago, Lisa. Glad you're finally catching up. Well, thank you for being happy for me. (laughs) But just in people that I've observed, sometimes I've observed in myself and others that there are things that happen that causes pain. I have felt great pain and I have caused great pain, sadly. And wondering if I have properly grieved or if the people I love have properly grieved. Okay, I'm going to go on with this email now. Healing always involves feeling the pain of the wound, and it helps to understand any negative messages one has received from that wounding. Okay, I got to process this out loud. I got to think this through. So if your mama has said something really horrible to you in the past, The messages that come along with it, such as, you don't matter, or if someone left you, the leaving is what you may grieve, but the messages that come along, you're not worthy of love. You're not as important as someone else. The messaging can go on and on and on, and then it becomes like this infected, yucky wound. And so how are you going to get healing? Time plus what brings you and me healing? Okay, so um, I'll go on to the next sentence that's hard for me to digest. 
Then Dr. Olshner writes, healing involves the discovery of the truth that exposes the lie of those negative messages. I got to read it again. Then, (laughs) then healing involves the discovery of the truth that exposes the lie of those negative messages. So if someone left you many years ago and the messages you got from that were, you're not good enough, you're not important, those lies would need to be counteracted with truth. And if you've been listening for a while or if you know me, you know where I believe the truth comes from. I believe there's only one absolute truth. It comes from the word of God. It's God's values and viewpoint and actions towards you. That's truth. So he would say, you are very valuable. You are my treasure. You are worth more than I could ever express. I would even give my child for you. I gave my only son because I so loved you. That's how valuable you are. So that would be the truth that helps bring the healing, right, to the wounded places. Um, I'm so tempted to tell you about some work I've been doing with my spiritual director that has to do with this type of stuff. It's all just paralleling because it's so interesting. I struggle with pride. And when I was talking to her about it and how I don't want to struggle with pride and I, I think it's insipid and I know who I am in Christ and I know who Jesus is and I know how I'm to value other people. And yet sometimes I still struggle with pride. She says to me, do you know what is behind that? And I said, "Uh, no, (laughs) what? She's like the other side of pride. Do you know what the other side of pride is? And I said, no, your deep feelings of unworthiness. You need healing. She said, you need healing. And then she gave me specifics on how to begin to go back and write down things that have happened that made me feel unworthy, the lies that surround those things, and then to go to God's word and find the truth about who I am. And so this is something that I, it's like an assignment that I have that I'll be doing in the next couple of weeks, but this is exactly what we're talking about. I mean, I think people act out all the time from their woundedness, right? It's the phrase, hurt people, hurt people. And so if you are wounded, you're going to act out in all kinds of different ways, right? And you need healing. So the next time somebody is just horrible to you, it's, it's very difficult, but try to remember This person needs healing. Once you work through your own pain, you get to the other side. There's Jesus reminding us they need healing. And that's why we pray for our enemies. That's why we bless those who curse us, because we see them with his eyes and realize they are wounded. And that's why they're acting this way. These are not new thoughts, but there's something experiential going on with me. And so I wanted to invite you into the process. I'm going to finish Dr. Olshner's email, and then I'm going to leave you alone to your own thoughts. (laughs) Um, So uh, it says, then healing involves the discovery of the truth that exposes the lie of those negative messages. Healing reflects the resurrection story that death was overcome by life, that sin was overcome by grace, that despair was overcome by hope. 
So just time doesn't heal wounds. If someone avoids feeling the loss or stays mired in the lies of the negative messages. So I guess this show is presented to you today as a thought provoker. Are there areas in your life where you need healing? And the answer is yes, if you hurt. If you are hurting over something, if you go back and you have a hurt that may actually be festered into bitterness and deep resentment, and it's just a bad hurt. You need healing. And the way you can get the healing is to either alone with God or alone with God and also with a therapist or a very trusted, mature Christian friend, or maybe just alone with God. It depends on who you are, but you find a way, a place, a space to grieve what happened and you grieve it. And that is not fun. And it takes time sometimes. And you need to maybe unpack it slowly if you've never grieved it. And that's why you might need some help, a safe person. But I'm just, this is just a suggestion. This is just a thought stir for somebody. There might be something that you have genuine hurt and it might be from 20 years ago or 30 or 40 years ago, but you can tell the story like it happened yesterday and you feel the pain. Well, you need healing, but along with that, you need to take the time to acknowledge the negative messages that came with that hurt and tell yourself the truth. You need to tell yourself the truth and you will find the truth about you in God's word, the Bible. So I think that's all. I just wanted to say all that to you. And um, I think I'm going to ask my friend Paula if she'll give us a list of books that might help if you're thinking, yeah, that's me and I don't even know where to start. Um, I'll get Paula to recommend some books and I'll have those uh, listed underneath this show at lifewithlisawilliams.com. You might want to consider a 12-step study. That's what I've been working through and it's really been one of the most revealing and intimate experiences with Christ Jesus um, of my existence. So that's a thought. Uh, Really the coolest thing about God sending Jesus is in doing that, He made a way for you to talk to Him, to pour out your heart to Him, to hear from Him, to receive healing from Him. He made a way. Jesus is the way. So you start today and you just go to the Father with all that pain and let the healing begin. Um, When I asked on my Facebook page, does time heal all wounds? Noah responded, no, God heals all wounds. And that's the truth. So hashtag thanks for listening.